Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive, y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Renee Bird-Lewis joining me. Renee, thank you so much for your time. Welcome. Glad to be here, Jessica. So Renee is the executive director for the Gwinnett Coalition for Health and Human Services. So for those who may not know, can you briefly tell us what your organization does and what your role entails? Sure. So the Gwinnett Coalition is a 30-year-old nonprofit primarily focused on Gwinnett County. And for the past three decades, we've been focused on sort of convening and shepherding the community's human services plan for Gwinnett County. The past year, I have been focused on transforming the coalition into sort of a, a, a new and sort of reno- rejuvenated, maybe, nonprofit that's focused on Gwinnett County in a little bit of a different way because, of course, over the years, Gwinnett has changed very much, and now we're a mosaic of cultures and religions and faiths, belief systems, and all of that. So we're really moving towards more of a collective impact model to address some of the really complex and challenging issues that require not just the nonprofit sector, but all sectors of our community to come to the table and help solve. Wow. So it sounds like like you said, Gwinnett's so diverse, you're trying to make it so that every member of society of the community feels included, correct? Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's not, these problems are so large that not just one organization or business or anything like that can solve them. It really takes all of us coming to the table with our resources and our expertise and our collaboration to make a big difference in some of these sort of deep-seated and, and overarching issues. Mm-hmm. Well, that is amazing. And so at Rocket IT, we're all about helping people thrive. And I noticed that your organization has a similar mission. How do you go about, you know, helping to ensure that your citizens can thrive at the best that they can? Sure. So right now we have three legacy programs that we are continuing to support. One is the Gwinnett Helpline, which is a resource and information and referral system where we have over 1,200 agencies logged in our system and anyone throughout the community, if they're in need, can pick up the phone and call and get help from some agents that are on the other end of the line, searching through the the database, depending on what the needs are of the individual that's calling in. So that's one, that's one service that we have. Another one is the Veterans Resource Center, which is focused on helping veterans and their families access resources that they need as well. And we're really excited about that because we did a very thorough evaluation of, of that program about three months ago. We've benchmarked against other uh, similar organizations across the U.S. We feel like we can really take that particular program to a next level with some additional resourcing and infrastructure and 
just strengthening what has already been put in place from a volunteer perspective for the past mm, seven or eight years. So we're excited about maybe moving that one forward and maybe even one day it'll be its own sort of standalone nonprofit serving veterans and families in our community. That's such an important segment of our society. And another one is one at Great Days of Service, which is our annual kind of service initiative. It's been going for over 20 years. And of course, with COVID last year, we had to make a shift, a pivot, as become the familiar word, away from hands-on service projects. And what we did were collection drives last year to support nonprofits in the community. So we are doing that again this year. COVID's not out of our midst yet. And so we are continuing to do that this year and to try to help secure and connect folks that want to give help to folks that need help. And that's really through that, that project. I'll also say, I'm sorry, I'll just keep rolling for a minute, but Gwinnett Cares was an initiative that came out of the pandemic last year. And that was a grassroots initiative by many leaders in the community who came around delivering response and support for residents in need specifically related to the COVID crisis. And so that whole Gwinnett Cares initiative has now rolled under the coalition's umbrella and the helpline and great days of service and all of those sorts of activities are really rolling up under this Gwinnett Cares mantra of give help and get help. Lots of great resources that you mentioned there. I'm pretty sure a lot of people either didn't know that, you know, all of those different avenues were under the Gwinnett Health Coalition, but that that's great information that you share, Renee. Sure. And, and so I know a while back you mentioned about cultivating a collective impact. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of describe what that collective impact is and why it's so important for a community as diverse as Gwinnett? Sure. So uh, collective impact is a, a model or an approach or a framework for addressing very, very complex problems. And there are communities across the U.S. that do this very well. And Gwinnett has, I mean, we're really blessed to have a very strong, let's say, ecosystem of nonprofits that are doing work in the community. But the notion is if we could identify sort of those top strategic issues and have the opportunity to create a common agenda between the nonprofits that are doing the work, subject matter experts that might come to the table, public and private resources that might come as well to support the initiatives that we'll be able to sort of get all of the, if you think about a boat, right? And maybe even a crew boat, right? Where you've got the boat heading in one direction and you've got everybody in the right seats on, on the boat and they're all rowing in the right direction. We can really make a lot of progress, right? If we have that common agenda, we have information based on data that we pull from resources in the community. And then we have people that come with subject matter expertise. And then another part of that is setting goals and objectives and reporting out on that to the community. How are we doing against these various objectives over time? And that is what the collective impact sort of model includes. There's five pieces of that. The fifth is a backbone organization. And so the coalition intends to be that organization that helps to support the common agenda, the data that comes around to support the agenda, pulling those subject matter experts to the table, measuring and reporting out, and then moving on to the next issues. So that's sort of the notion around collective impact. And um, we are currently evolving the organization to be able to serve in that capacity. Nice. And are there any specific initiatives that you all plan on putting in place for the latter half of 2021 to make sure that you're achieving that 
goal to put, you know, make the Gwinnett Coalition that hub for the community? Sure. So in addition to the three legacy programs that we have, we have two new initiatives that have come to our attention. So before before I dive into those, I, I do want to say, though, we are planning to initiate and to execute on a comprehensive human services systems assessment, a needs assessment in this community. So for many years, we partnered with the former Gwinnett Medical Center, the Public Health Department, and the coalition, and we did uh, five-year strategic plans based on needs assessments that we would conduct in the community. But we really haven't had a third-party objective review of Mm -hmm. needs in the community since 1991. And that was the year that the coalition was actually born. So I'm excited. I've had conversations with all of the main institutions in the community. We're all excited about joining hands and coming together to execute on this community needs assessment. And But that's a 12 to 18 month sort of endeavor because it's very in-depth. It will be reaching out to all pockets of our community, really understanding the nuances and the needs of the various populations that are represented in Gwinnett County. So there's a real intentionality on equality and equity and accessing those populations. So I'm excited about that and that should be launching in the next couple months. In the meantime, what we're going to be doing are two initiatives, one that is sponsored by the CDC Foundation, and that's a 10-month project that we are leading in partnership with public health and other health providers. It's really around helping to support adoption of the COVID vaccine and the flu vaccine as we approach the fall, because Mm -hmm. we're trying to to keep our community healthy. And so Mm -hmm. that's a 10-month program. We'll be continuing our partnership as we have through the Gwinnett Cares Initiative. The past year as we've been working on the COVID response and, again, reaching out to those disparate, underserved populations particularly those that are vaccine hesitant and trying to just educate them on the vaccine and the options so that we can be a healthy community. The second initiative is Resilient Gwinnett. And that is a two-year initiative that is going to be working to help make Gwinnett County a trauma-informed community. So there's, for anyone who's in sort of health and human services, they might be familiar with the term adverse childhood experiences or ACEs. So there's a lot of research that if children are impacted by adverse childhood experiences or a certain number of ACEs, then they are less likely to be successful and to be thriving adults in their adult years. So we're focused on identifying, being aware, training adults to be able to be cognizant of what do children with who are experiencing adverse childhood experiences, what do they look like, what's their behavior like, so that we can get them the help that they need earlier and hopefully reduce the need for some of the the services that we have for adults in our community. And that's a two-year initiative funded partly by the Pitalik Foundation, as well as local partners that are coming to match those funds. So that will be a community-wide initiative, a step into collective impact. Mm -hmm. And that program is really led by Resilient Georgia. So if you want to learn more about that, resilientgeorgia.org. And we're just getting ready to launch our own local a campaign and educational sort of set of resources with resilientgwinnett.org. Perfect. And speaking of another great resource, you did mention that the Gwinnett Great Days of Service is coming up. So how can citizens get involved, get give back, especially, you know, you guys are doing the collection process more so than the volunteering? Mm-hmm. 
So GwinnettGreatDaysOfService.org is where you can go to get that information. And we have sign-up sheets on there. We've already got almost 20 nonprofits that have signed up to receive donations. And so you can go to the website and see what nonprofits are available for adoption, let's say, and what types of needs that they're asking for. And then if you are an organization, a family, a business, anything that wants to get engaged, you can select a nonprofit, you can adopt them, and you can participate in helping to secure those goods that they need to help do their business. These donations are really critical. They, they might seem quite small when you look at the list of items, but at the end of the day, the nonprofits that are receiving these, those are, those are goods that they need to execute on their mission. So anything that can defray the cost of having purchasing those items, that helps their bottom line. That helps them do more work and to achieve their mission and their vision. Perfect. And so is there anything else you would like to share with our audience today? Yeah, I would love to say that we are getting ready to launch a new brand. We've got a new look and feel to the Gwinnett Coalition. Uh, we've actually dropped health and human services because the areas that we focus on, for instance, we know education is at the core of so much of, of the complex issues that we're trying to solve. So be sure to visit GwinnettCoalition.org and be on the lookout for all sorts of new news and information that's coming out from us and just appreciate the support this community has given for, for all these years. Perfect. Well, I think that wraps up another episode of Thrive, y'all. We're going to leave links to all of the wonderful resources that Renee shared in our description box below. Renee, we want to thank you so much for your time and for sharing a lot of great information that a lot of people might not have known. And for everyone else, we'll see you on our next episode of Thrive. Thrive.